At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Here we go. Thanks for listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, LCR, Naylor Taliaferro. And on today's episode, I've alluded to this in prior episodes that, you know, I've kind of talked a little bit about my backstory and bits and pieces, whether it be, you know, someone I was interviewing or whatever, or me just, you know, referring to it on some of my episodes here on this podcast. But I've also said that I've kind of spilled it all in like, you know, I think it was like 40 minutes or something long of me telling my full story on my YouTube channel. And when you go on my YouTube channel, it's it's on the homepage. That's the video that plays is my story. Like literally that's what it's titled. And it's just me just driving from wherever I was going. I think I was going to Verizon or something to uh, take care of some something going on with that. And it was like all the way across town, the Verizon store at the time that was open, which is crazy because now there's one right down the street. But at that time, many, many, many years ago, um, I, I, you know, I could have probably done it over the phone or online, but you know, sometimes I like just doing things in person. I think I allude to that maybe in, in the video. I don't remember. I didn't listen to the whole thing, but in a while, but, uh, I believe that's something that, um, that, 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 that I talked about, but regardless, there's even to this day, sometimes I just like to do things in person. I don't always like to get on the phone. I don't always like to get online. Sometimes I like to just take a drive and go run some errands, go to the grocery store, pick up my own stuff or go shopping or go to the Verizon store or whatever it is, you know, for an example, and just take care of it in person, you know, versus just doing it online or whatever. Just like I like to write things down on a notebook or in a notebook or whatever versus typing in my phone or, uh, you know, there's something different that happens to your mind when you do that, when you write things down, you write your thoughts, you write down a to-do list. It just kind of comes out of your brain better and feels better than just typing on your phone or just keeping it in in your head, obviously. Um, Just like there's something to be said about reading, um, reading an actual book, you know, versus um, watching something or listening to an audio book. Like there's just all these different things that activates your brain, you know, differently. Uh, so I, I just, I like to spread all that stuff out and just do different things like that. So short story long about that was just saying that it was a long drive going all the way across town to the Verizon store. So I decided to share my whole story, you know, and I I believe I got to my destination just sat in the parking lot when I finished up to finish up my story. It wasn't a 40 minute drive by any means, but it was still a good hike across town. So I explained my whole story about how and why I got into lawn care. And really this, you know, I just want to kind of give you like a, you know, I'll let you listen to that on this episode. But before that, I just wanted to kind of give you where I'm at now. And, you know, I still am so happy and satisfied that I'm in this industry and that I left retail management, changed so many things in my life. I've never been physically, mentally, and emotionally 
as healthy as I am now. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's tons of stress still and there's plenty of things that happen, right? You can't control the rain and employees if you get to that point like I am. And, you know, I don't really have a whole lot of equipment breakdowns, fortunately, but, you know, the bigger you get and the more equipment you have, the more people using it, the more that will increase, which I get a little bit of that. Like, man, I go through gas a lot more. I go through trimmer line a lot more, you know, things like that. You consume things a lot more when you, the more work you have and the more people you have doing the work and using the equipment and, Usually it's silly little things that like, hey, this doesn't work anymore. Hey, this, that. Or it's, it's silly things like, oh, yeah, yeah, we just got to replace the, the, the speed feed head. You know, it happens every now and again. You know, every so often you wear it down, you got to get a new one. No big deal. You know, let's grab another one out the truck. Or if we don't have one in the truck, all right, we got to stop at the store. We stop at the um, the, the dealership and, and pick up some extra ones if we ran out or whatever. It's like, you know, little things like that sometimes um, that, that, that you can fix or tweak or it's a problem you already knew about, you know, that you've dealt with, you know, in the past and then you have employees and now you know how to solve them. And some, sometimes it's not. And you're like, all right, well, let's just grab a, a, the backup trimmer and we'll, we'll drop this off the dealership and see what they, see if they can take care of it, you know, in the meantime or whatever. So things like that happen, but typically now because I have a backup, I have backups for things, backup mowers, backup trimmers, backup blowers over the years I've accumulated, you know, multiple things so that we are able to keep keep the ball rolling for the most part. So there's very little, um, you know, uh, backups or very little downtime is what I was looking for um, because of backups. But there are definitely things, you know, that that that, that happen to add stress. Basically, is what what I was trying to say. So it's it's not it's not completely stress free or free or anything like that. But it's definitely super exciting, super rewarding. I'm still my own boss. I don't have any bosses breathing down my shoulder, and they have bosses breathing down their shoulder. Whatever, none of that stuff. So it's a different type of stress, different type of aspect of things. You can control a lot more. The things that you can't control are different. Um, and, and I, I ultimately just love being outside and taking care of lawns, taking care of grass. I was that homeowner and still am that loves taking care of, you know, having the, the greenest, nicest, luscious, thickest grass, um, as possible. And that there's a lot of things involved with that. It's not just mowing. It's, you know, proper watering. It's proper fertilization and weed control. It's aerating and seeding. It's dethatching if necessary. Um, you know, and then, then there's the surrounding landscapes. Like, do you know, are there bushes that you have that need to be trimmed? Do you need fresh mulch? Like all that kind of stuff. I enjoy, you know, doing that kind of stuff. I mean, maybe not mulch so much and trimming bushes, but, you know, it's all part of the job. So, you know, we, we do, that's what I offer, that kind of whole year round uh, maintenance for everyone's property. You know, if, if it's something really serious, you need like dump trucks and dump trailers for all the landscaping trees and bushes and stuff like that, that need to be done. I'll just refer those kind of properties to some of the guys that I've gotten to know around town, uh, for that, they kind of focus more on landscape maintenance and they do, they have dump trucks and trailers and all that kind of stuff. And they take care of the bigger projects for me. And I take care of, we take care of just the smaller stuff, you know, the smaller waist high, you know, um, you know, head high, uh, bushes, you know, may, maybe get, get the small ladder out just to get to the tippy top of a bush. That's a little bit above, you know, our, our reach or whatever, as we're standing on the ground, you know, stuff like that. So the stuff that we can easily maintain, you know, that's, that, that's what we do. And that's over the years, I kind of figured that out. I mean, I did all that stuff starting out plus a lot of other, you know, odds and ends, tchotchke, hodgepodge stuff, you know, trying to be a jack of all trades, master of none until I really figured out what I wanted to do and where I wanted to do it. Get that route density, focus on certain neighbor neighborhoods and certain services, get the right equipment set up and just grow. 
you know, just, just fill, fill in the middle, you know, and then it made it easier for me to get employees and train them on the same basic stuff. And we just kind of keep, keep the ball rolling that way. So I'm very happy again, like I said, definitely, you know, it's not perfect, but it's a lot better and I'm, I'm, I'm a lot more satisfied and, uh, just, just, just happy with, with the way things are going and, and controlling my destiny a little bit more and, you know, making the income that I want to make and so on. Um, so, uh, but my whole backstory is what I'm going to share on it's a, it's from my YouTube video that I extract the audio so that you can listen to my whole full story for those of you that never heard it. And, you know, you're just listening to my podcast for the first time. Thank you for listening and for, for, uh, for, uh, supporting the show. I appreciate it. Definitely go ahead and give us a five-star rating or review if you haven't already on Apple podcasts, which definitely appreciate that. Um, and you know, but so if you haven't heard the whole story, then here's, here's the op- opportunity. Wanted to get that out there for those of you. So you, you might see the aftermath and you see where I'm at now. You don't know where I came from or where I started and why. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, uh, also like I, I, I said, you know, I've never been healthier because I used to be sick all the time, like literally multiple times a year I'd be sick. Cause I was just so tired and so stressed out in retail management. So that, that's just so many things. I miss so many things. Once I started my own business, I went on so many field trips and did so many things, went on so many vacations with my family, just trying to make up for lost time. And just the fact that I was able to take that time. So I really had a good time, really, really have had a good time, really enjoyed the change. And I know a lot of folks are doing the same thing or are thinking about doing the same thing. And you kind of look to content like this to kind of help give you some sort of tips, inspiration, just, just knowing that someone else was struggling and they did it. They, you know, got the boat close to the dock and, you know, jumped in, you know, made that leap or whatever, or just took a leap of faith or whatever, you know, and, and, and they were, they're successful. So that's why I like to keep sharing my story and to keep providing content to help everyone out there that is struggling or just wanting to get into this business or grow to the next level or whatever it is. You know, I just want to keep sharing that, uh, my, my story and whatever I learn along the way to help you guys out and help keep growing this community. So at any rate, thank you guys for listening. And I hope you enjoy listening to my story. Get started today with GPS track it and get your first month free register at GPS slash LCR or call 855-930-2323 real time vehicle tracking time and driver management driver behavior, equipment asset protection and management, and smart video dash cam solutions all in one place. Improve route density and productivity, save on fuel and idle time cost. Protect your vehicles, recover lost or stolen vehicles, no contracts, and a low monthly price. GPS Track It. Find the link and phone number in the episode description. This week's five-star rating review titled Rookie for Life says, I have thoroughly enjoyed listening to Naylor's podcast. Great info and great guests. Always some golden nuggets to take away each episode. Keep up the great work. Well, thank you. I appreciate for the review. As always, if you haven't left a review, go ahead on Apple Podcasts and leave your five-star rating review. It means a great deal. We love to hear the feedback. Thanks. And now the LCR Media Podcast continues. So we moved to Virginia about five years ago, and I'd say for probably the past 10 years, I was just really looking for another another way to be successful in life, to 
have a different career than what I was in. I had been in retail management my whole life, basically, my whole working life. Um, you know, moving through the ranks, starting from like head cashier, you know, supervisors and um, various different assistant manager roles all the way to store manager for a couple of different companies. Um, and I never thought I was going to stay in retail. I never wanted to stay in retail. It was just something I was doing at the time while I was in college and, you know, paying bills and then went full time and then realized that I had a, I had a, um, some unique skill sets that made me um, successful at management as well as just some natural, my personality traits um, helped me be a, a leader. And, you know, I just figured I can really do something out of this and make a good amount of money and make good living. You know, I was single and everything. And then life changes, right? So think my priorities changed. I got married, you know, have, have chill, had chill, had one child. Now I have two children, but throughout the years, my priorities shifted and always in the back of my mind, I just never wanted to be in retail and I never thought I was going to stay in retail. Um, so I never really knew what I wanted to do. I, I kind of had that entrepreneurial thought process in the back of my mind, always wanting to do something different, something on my own, call it my own, um, and, and be successful um, from a financial standpoint, as well as being happier with my life and my family being happier with my life versus just working in retail. You know, there's nothing wrong with retail management. Someone's got to do it. Someone's got to run our stores. You know, we have to buy our stuff from somewhere, but it takes a different, a specific type of person um, different from myself to to be in that atmosphere you know for one thing it's difficult when you have a family because all the hours that you're required to work and the, the different shifts and the late nights and the early mornings and the holidays you know you're working pretty much all every holiday and it can definitely wear on you over the years quickly and a lot of the most successful people that i've worked with and met in my years of retail management were all single you know or divorced or any, any other versions of that. It was, like I said, it's very difficult um, to, to have a family life in that kind of atmosphere. So that coupled with just my own inner belief that there was something better for me, something different at least for me out there, just made me want to get out, but I could never find a way out of retail. And, you know, at one point I, th I, I thought about opening my own business. Like I wanted to start my own gym because I've always been into business. I mean, I've always been into health and fitness and obviously I, I wanted to do something that had to do with business. So I just was putting the two together and I was like, man, it'd be so awesome to own my own gym and, you know, came up with plans for it and writing down ideas and just thinking about stuff. And I, I actually came across those, those notes in an old notebook not too long ago when I was up in the attic looking for like snow, snow clothes and things like that, or whatever I was looking for. Cause we got our big snowstorm here in, in Virginia and I was looking through some old stuff and I'm like, wow, look at this. This is like 10, 15 years old is this, this notebook. And I was looking through stuff and it really makes you think about things. And, um, but yeah, I mean, so that just made me realize how long ago I was thinking about this kind of stuff. And I just always put it on the back burner, you know, and I, we had our hat, we had a house before we moved down to Virginia and, um, for many years. And 
I grew grass from scratch and took care of it and you know did a lot of research online and bought a lot of books at Home Depot and Lowe's all the typical homeowner stuff um, and just just did just did whatever I could to have the best lawn I could and you know we my my wife and I went to local nursery and learned about different kinds of plants and trees and planted different things in the yard and in front of the house and made mulch beds and you know all kinds of different things you know I fertilized my own property all, all, all this stuff that I did and it was all trial and error and learning um, and I, I thought to myself you know it would actually be kind of cool if I did this for a living but at the time I really didn't even I didn't know it was such a big thing to even do this for a living I, I it, you know I did some research online and there wasn't a whole lot of information like there is now or, or even you know three years ago four years ago when I started really looking into this stuff it just uh, wasn't um, as it wasn't growing as much at the time but but I still looked into it you know and I created business cards and a logo and a business name I don't even remember what the name was you know just throwing again just like with the uh, with the gym idea I was just writing things down and you know I actually did stuff on the computer and got some business card paper from Staples or something like that and printed up some business cards and I found I think I still have one of those just for rem, for, for memories you know purposes and it was really really old and, and old school looking and but you know you got to start somewhere but then nothing ever happened from that because I just kept doing the retail grind and working and that was the sure thing and that it was easy to just stay stuck in that um, and then we moved to Virginia and for one it's warmer longer you know we have all four seasons pretty pretty thoroughly um, in Virginia I'm from New York originally so that's that's where I was where we were living so the seasons aren't as as spread out as they are down in Virginia you know we kind of just have two seasons in New York especially depending on what areas of New York you, know, you kind of go from summer to winter winter to summer there's like uh, you know a day or two of spring and a day or two of fall if we're lucky so that you know that that was a big change coming down to Virginia and actually being able to enjoy all the different seasons which extends a seasonal business you know so if you're in lawn care and landscaping and you have more time to do it the more money you're gonna make so that kind of got my wheels turning again a little bit and I never got rid of my, my you know homeowner stuff my push mower and my little Ryobi trimmer and, and hand blower you know my residential stuff I never got rid of that because I, I knew we were going to get a house eventually. Right now we live in a townhouse, but you know, because we just wanted to, move, we're moving to a new area. We, we thought it would be easier to rent something than jump right into another house. So I knew eventually, which we are, you know, going to get a, our own house. So I wanted to just hang on to my, you know, sentimental push mower and all my stuff so that I'm ready to go when we, if I do have to mow the lawn when we move and, and so on. So. Um, someone contacted or someone posted something on Facebook in the community that we live in the, the HOA that we live in and my I wasn't even really on Facebook like I had made a Facebook account and then I never went on it like I shut it off or I don't even know what the right word was back then but 
I disabled it or some, or made it inactive or something like that because it just wasn't it wasn't for me. It wasn't my thing. I was too busy with retail and everything else going on in our life. I wasn't big on just sitting around. I didn't even have a smartphone at the time, so um, why would I sit around the computer and be on Facebook when I could be doing something else, like watching a movie or playing with my kids or going outside doing something fun, going for a bike ride, whatever, going to the gym, going out with my wife, whatever. It's, everything else is a priority versus being into social media at that time when it was really becoming a thing so I never even got into Facebook so by the time it became a big thing it just it, I was never into it so my but my wife was into it and she she said that there was a post about um you know recommendation for for lawn services or whatever because I guess these people just moved into the neighborhood and my wife knew because fortunately I did mention to her once when, when we were still up in New York that uh, I wanted to it would be awesome to create my to, to have my own you know lawn care business you know she saw my business cards and all that and you know i bounced ideas off her and all that but at the time we were probably both laughing laughing about it more so than being serious like you know like just oh that's a that's a fun pipe dream or fantasy or whatever um but so she knew in the back of my head that i wanted to do that so you know thank goodness that she thought about me in that moment and remembered that and asked me if i wanted to mow this guy's lawn and you know maybe this would be my way to get started so I give all the credit to my wife for helping me give me that extra push that I needed to start my business and I'm glad that I didn't shy away from it and say no and be you know because I'm an introverted person by nature um, so that was like terrifying to me the whole thing even though I, I thought of the idea and wanted to do it it was still t a terrifying thought to go up to a stranger to go to a stranger's house and you know give them a quote for their lawn and, and actually go and mow their lawn and all this you know get money from them I mean it seems like such an easy thing but when you're an introverted person that is really outside your comfort zone which I had to get over that quickly right which I, I, I pretty much did I mean I still struggle with different things you know every other day but that's just life but I definitely got over that hurdle of just talking to people and doing the job and getting money right it's all about getting that money um, so I said yeah I said yeah sure okay you know I probably was a little sarcastic and reluctant about it and probably wasn't all that nice about it unfortunately because you know again I was not in the right frame of mind back then and I had a lot of stress going on in my life from work and not being happy with my life and um, you know but she, she, she responded to the post. I don't even remember what she said, but something about my husband, you know, really wants to start his own lawn care business. He'd be happy to stop by and give you a quote or talk to you or something like that. And this guy was really cool. He was like, oh, that's sweet, man. I, I love supporting local businesses and the community and everything else. Yeah, send him over. You know, I'll be available this time and that time or whatever. And that's how it all started. So... That was my first customer and you know i pushed mowed his whole yard and then you know i got some neighbors um that referred me to their friends and this and all that so little by little i started getting you know these accounts and i was still working in retail management the whole time i was still working 50 to 60 hours sometimes six days a week in retail management you know managing jc penny you know and I, I i had no life that was that was like it for me but at that point i knew it was it was a means to an end i knew that i was on a better track i had you know a different direction now that i could go so i was going to make the best of it and see where it got me so i was mowing these lawns 
before work, after work, on my one day off, or if I had two days off, I was lucky, you know, and got stuff done then. Um, so that that was that was what I what what I was doing, and it was exhausting and difficult to juggle everything, and I was spending even less time with my family um, and doing anything that I wanted to do. Um, for you know extracurricular activities wise and having fun or exercising whatever I wasn't doing any of that kind of stuff I was getting a lot of exercise mowing lawns but so that's how it all started and I just used the stuff that I already had um, you know I did it at the back of my Jeep Compass I, um, I folded up you know my I had a Husqvarna I still have it but it's it's pretty much done now I need a, I need a new push mower this this season um, you know I thought I was gonna get one last season and I debated so many things I've talked about a 30 inch you know mower you know the time master and all these different things but I'm just gonna stick with a 21 inch push mower at least that's that's how I'm feeling right now but you know I went a whole another season with with my good old husk my Husqvarna and it um you know it's it's really falling apart even more and I can only patch it but so much more but it has gotten me through thick and thin so that's what I used was that bad boy and you know it has foldable handles to for easy storage so that helped because then I was able to stick it in the back of my Jeep Compass and I, like I said I have my Ryobi homeowner uh, trimmer and hand blower and that was what I use and I, I got it done I got the job done for a full season part-time doing it like that I think I got up to about six yards and they were all scattered all over town so I spent probably just as much time driving to these different yards as it took me to actually mow them and then you know and then drive like round trip anyway and then go back home or go to the next year I couldn't even have like a like a schedule I was doing like one or two a day if that if that that's all I had time for so I mean it took me a whole week just to mow five or six yards because I could only do like one or two at a time because that's how how far away they were and how busy my schedule was and so on but I got it done I did it and I realized you know I made a decent chunk of money and and with that amount of money whatever it was I remember I bought a lot of silly things you know I did the typical oh you're getting extra money you know so let's spend it on whatever you know I bought like watches you know fashion designer watches because I worked at JCPenney so I, I was buying clothes and you know more clothes and shoes and you know watches and all that and saying oh it's just extra money I wasn't thinking about the business really and, and saving you know I was just like oh it's just extra money whatever so I don't recommend that but you know it is what it is I mean I bought I bought my wife a nice watch too that she really wanted so it's not like it was just all about me but it pretty much was um, you know unfortunately again that's the mentality I was in I was becoming a very selfish person at that point in my life um, but I did also buy my echo backpack blower so that was my first backpack blower that I got um, so that was a big step up for my Ryobi push blower and then I started doing some leaf jobs that fall because now I had a big backpack blower I could do anything Woo! yeah that was that was a stretch. I learned quickly that it's not that easy to just, you know, clean up yards from leaves just because you have a backpack blower. You still have to have a plan and what are you going to do with the leaves if they have, if, if they want you to remove them, no matter how much you charge them, you still got to come up with a way. Um, and you, people don't really want to pay you that much to clean up leaves anyway. So, so that, that was just another, you know, quick learning opportunity for me. Um, but yeah, but then I, I just, I realized that, that this is something that I really could I really could do and if it wasn't for another you know 
stressful, stressful time in my life, you know, like just everything was just falling apart for me. You know, JC Penny was, was going through a lot of transitions again. And, um, it was just really difficult for me to, to get anything, you know, accomplished in life. I was just like running around in circles and I, I just couldn't even, I just couldn't take it anymore. You know, we, we, you know, I got stuck with a horrible boss and he was just, just messing everything up in the store and just completely using and abusing me in every way possible. And it, it just, it really brought me down to the lowest point of my life, to be perfectly honest with you. You know, things, um, things in my life just weren't going well. You know, um, I, I was taken out on my wife and my kids and, you know, they could see how sad I was and how angry and all this stuff. So, you know, I finally got to a breaking point right around the holidays, which is always the worst time for me because I never get to enjoy them. Um, cause I'm working like a dog. So I just, I, I, I pretty much like snapped and just, just, just lost my mind. And I realized that it was either now or never for me to make a difference, make a change. And that's when I just decided to go all in, in lawn care. And I just quit my, my job. I quit my retail job. You know, I put in my two weeks notice and you know, everything like I'm all professional, but I quit right after the holidays. Hey guys, Mr. Producer, and I wanted to take a minute to talk to you about the LCR Media Podcast merch shop. If you're looking for a way to support the show and share it with others who might also enjoy it, then check out our LCR Media Podcast exclusive merchandise. We've got t-shirts, hoodies, coffee mugs, even an insulated water bottle for when you need to take a sip of water. I think I'll leave that one right there. Anyway, just click on the link in the episode description to see the products. Make sure to tag us on Instagram at LCR Media if you do snag some swag. And we sincerely appreciate you listening to and supporting the show by picking up some gear. Thank you, my friends. And it was scary because my wife didn't know. She wasn't sure, like, how we were going to pay bills. You know, fortunately, she has... She has a good job now. You know, she had just gotten a job like probably about a year prior to all this happening. So she had a good job with good pay. Um, so that was paying the majority of our, or that was paying the majority of our bills after I quit. And actually, uh, anyway, because I was paying all of the bills with my salary in retail. So, you know, it was looking good for a little while. We had like extra money again, but then I went ahead and just quit, you know, and, um, but again, my wife, I think, eventually understood or quickly understood that it was it was a necessary, it was just necessary that there was nothing else that that I could do or that we could do to fix this problem. So, so again, the fact that she had a job that was helpful. There wasn't as much pressure, but she couldn't pay the bills alone with the amount of money that she was making. So I definitely need to hurry up and make sure that I was as successful as possible starting off that coming spring season in my business. So I, you know, I spent the whole winter. Now I also had a ton of vacation time saved up because, you know, you never get to use that. Right. Um, they give you all this time, but you have all these other managers and supervisors that you have to fight with for vacation time. And they have all these, um, block, block off dates, you know, all these blackout days that you can't 
take vacation for all throughout the year. Every every other weekend, it's another holiday that you can't have off or something crazy. So, you know, your time that you could even take vacation was so limited, you never even could take a vacation. So your vacation accumulated a lot. I got at least one vacation a year that I got to take with my family. But, you know, I accumulated so much more time. I could have taken like two or three vacations if I could actually find the time. So all that vacation time, fortunately, JCPenney is one of the companies that pays you whatever vacation time you have left that you haven't used. Unlike some other companies I worked for where that's not the case. So you want to like, you know, you try and use up all your vacation before you quit, you know, before you put in your notice, you know, you try and plan it so no one suspects. That was always the biggest joke. Like if all of a sudden someone started putting in all this vacation time and personal days, you're like, are they going to quit? Oh my goodness. Like that was like the, the joke, you know, the rumors would start, you know, but, um, JCPenney would just pay you out. So there was no incentive to do that. Might as well just work, you know, put in your two weeks and then wait for a big check, you know, after the fact for your vacation. So that was like kind of like my little savings to help get us through the winter in addition to my wife's income to keep paying the bills until I started making more money, um, until my business started making money. You know, I had my five or six part-time accounts, so I had that at least, but that wasn't going to be enough to pay our bills either. Um, so I just spent that whole winter, right? Like all of January, all of February, which isn't that long. It went pretty quick, but I spent that whole time planning and strategizing what has gone well so far. What can I do? You know, and again, not, not trying to spend any money at all. So, I mean, I, I cause we didn't have any money. So I traded in my Jeep compass for the, my, my truck, my Ford F-150. Um, so that was great. You know, I actually got money back for that. Um, that truck so far, this truck is doing good. I've only had to, you know, fix and replace things here and there. And like my wife has said, you know, also, um, staying positive is, you know, you'd rather spend a few hundred bucks every once in a while than every month, you know, and I agree. I'd rather have a vehicle a used vehicle that you don't have to make payments on that. Yeah. You might have to replace things periodically as they go out and only pay, you know, a few hundred bucks for that particular thing needs to be fixed every once in a while, you know, versus making a payment of a few hundred bucks or more every month. So, you know, everybody's got the thing, but that's a positive way that we looked at it. So I had that for free, you know, so I had my truck and I started doing work with my truck without a trailer, without a commercial mower, you know, it wasn't even time to mow lawns yet, but in February I was pruning trees and crepe myrtles and, um, I didn't have any hedge trimmers, so I didn't do any, any, um, hedge trimming, but I did whatever I could, you know, it's, it's like, you know, 10, 15 bucks for a pruning saw, you know, for, for, for trees and things like that and loppers, you know, so I was able to just get those things that didn't, that didn't cost hardly anything, you know, I didn't, didn't need any gas really for anything, um, I just focused on what, what can I, you know, do without spending any more money? You know, what, what can I do with what I have? Um, so like I said, I did a lot of trimming and things like that and spreading mulch. So I did have to buy a wheelbarrow, but, it, but again, on my previous video, I, uh, I, I spent as, as little money as possible on the cheapest wheelbarrow I could just so that I could start making money. And I used the bed of my pickup truck to hold the mulch, you know, and I can only fit in like, you know, one or two yards at a time in my truck. So that's how I had to do it, you know, but the bottom line is I did whatever I had to do to make it happen and start getting money in. And as I was making money, paying the bills, whatever little bit we could squeeze out 
extra from that, I would go ahead and buy something else and go ahead and buy something else. But these were all like cheap things. You know, I wasn't going out and buy, spending thousands of dollars. I was just buying more hand tools and things like that. So I was doing a lot of hand work, you know, cleaning out mulch beds, pulling weeds, you know, using my loppers to try and trim hedges and things like that. And just doing stuff like the super hard manual way. But you got to do what you got to do. And I did all this like before the grass even started growing. I did this all through February and all through March. Um, and I just started doing all these things. But I also thought about how am I going to get customers. And, you know, one of the biggest things I did was to promote in my community that I already lived in. So I got back on Facebook. My wife helped me create a business page for, for Facebook. And I started posting pictures of all the, you know, yard work that I was doing that had nothing to do with mowing. Um, just so that I can kind of get stuff out there and just get my name out there. And, and I could share the posts of my business page on the closed Facebook group in our HOA which was getting my name out there and getting my contact information. And then the few customers that I already had um, already in, actually I only had one customer at the time. That was the very first customer that I told you the story about a little while ago. That one customer is the customer that lived in the same neighborhood as me. You know, um, that's how we, we found out about them on Facebook and they, you know, liked every post that I would put and make comments about how awesome of a job I, you know, I did last year for them and they would highly recommend and all this stuff. And so that helped start generating some word of mouth. And I just started doing more miscellaneous things for them that didn't even have anything to do with mowing. Um, and while I was there doing stuff like spreading mulch, cleaning out their mulch beds, trimming different things for them. Um, I, I you know, um, I was doing like edging too. I was doing edging services them because I still have my Ryobi trimmer so I could clean you know clean the edges along their walkways and driveway and mulch bed you know nothing I couldn't like you know make a super thick edge or anything like when you have a, a bed definer or something like that but I could at least clean it up a little bit and get a, clean up all along the house and fences and everything where people where the mower can't get you know a lot of people don't have trimmers a lot of homeowners they just they just push mow their lawn and that's it so you have all that overgrowth everywhere so while I was there, you know, trimming everything, cleaning stuff up for them, they either they would ask me or I would ask them if they needed, um, you know, their grass to be cut in the spring. And I provide that service as well. Meanwhile, I didn't even have a commercial mower or a trailer or anything, but I knew that I was push mowing yards out of the back of my Jeep Compass. So technically I could just keep doing that. So I was promoting my business and trying to get, get more yards. So that's what that's what I did. And I actually got like another handful of customers in my same HOA right down the street from where I lived um, to cut their grass. So that, that was starting to build quickly with regular customers. So after all that spring work was done, I had more time to, I mean, I, I knew that I would have regular work in addition to the five or six yards that I had already from the previous year. So now I was up to like a dozen yards or so. So now I was like looking, looking a little promising. Like I could almost just, you know, can almost made enough to contribute to paying the bills, you know? So that was, that was good. Um, and, and it just took off from there. But then, so then the spring started the grass growth and I had to start mowing the lawns and I was doing it all with a push mower and word of mouth spreads like wildfire. So the, you know, every, every day I was getting contacted through Facebook and, you know, uh, people calling me or whatever, or seeing me 
out in someone's lawn and they stop me and ask me, you know, how much do I charge or whatever. Um, so I was just like, you know, growing even more, just, you know, just, just getting more and more customers. And then I was like, something's got to change because I can't put, I won't have any time left in the week to push mow any more lawns because it, the, the yards were all like a quarter of an acre or more. And it was just taking me too long. You know, I'm, I'm, I was doing everything a lot slower than someone that's experienced probably would because I'm just trying to get every detail, which helped give me great word of mouth because I, I spent so much on detail and making everything perfect, edging and trimming and everything like that, that, that contributed to me getting more business. But I, you know, I knew something had to give. So that's, that's when I was like, very quickly, you know, like, you know, it's like April, middle April, you know, I've already been mowing for a couple of weeks and I'm getting more and more customers. I'm like, man, I, I need to step this up, you know, and then I was using, you know, the back of my pickup truck where my push mower and everything was in it. So all this happened so quick and I quickly come up, came up, you know, with different solutions. And that's when, um, I was able to borrow money from a family member and it was, it was, it was very fortunate and very helpful. Um, so that was the little bit of debt that I went into, but it was short-term debt. I didn't have to apply for my own card or put it on my own card or anything like that. Um, basically, you know, essentially they put it on their card. So they, I bought, I got a commercial mower, a 48-inch walk behind, um, and I got a, a trailer, um, five by ten trailer. So I knew if I get those two things, brand new, they they should last me many years. You know, got the warranty on the mower and everything else. Um, I should, it should get me, it should get me a few years into my business where I can just keep getting tons more customers now, sky's the limit sort of thing. Cause now I know I can get everything done in, you know, a, in half of the time, at least now that I have a 48 inch versus a 21 inch and all this stuff. So I knew I could just pick, you know, double and triple, um, my, my lawn, um, mowing business, part of the business. So that's, so that's what I did. And, you know, I paid them back every month and they put that towards their payment. Um, so they didn't get charged any interest for having a balance on their card. And I paid that off by like the middle of the next season. So it took me a little over a year to pay them to pay that off for the trailer and the mower. And so now I'm still debt free since then because I don't need any other big purchases that I, I haven't had the money or found the money for where I've had to borrow from anyone or whatever. So that has helped keep my spending down because I just don't have all this extra money to spend on anything. But as I need stuff, you know, as I provide a new service or whatever, now I need to think about, well, what equipment am I going to get? Like I got a used aerator last fall and it paid for itself in a week, you know, like a couple of, a couple of, uh, aerations and it's already paid for. And then some, so, I mean, I was making profit off of it after the first week and I was using it for like a month. So, you know, that's how I rationalize everything is, you know, how much money am I going to make for this piece of equipment? How quickly am I going to have it paid off? You know, what's not going to put me in debt? And if I do have to incur debt, is it going to be short-term debt so I can pay it off? What's the plan and get it paid off as quickly as possible? I got a Velky for my walk behind because, again, this stuff all happened so quick. You know, I got the walk behind and I was banging out all these yards. I tripled all my yards, so I was over 30-something yards. But then I was still getting tired walking all these these properties one after another, after another, after another behind the walk behind. I'm like, I need to like I need to get a Velky or something. You know, I didn't even really know what that was. I just started doing research and I was seeing videos on YouTube about it. You know, Geek to Freak, shout out. Um, and a lot of other guys that were popping up 
you know, here and there. And they all have these wheeled platforms, you know, on the back of their walk behind. And I'm like, what is that? So I asked my dealer about it and looked into different brands and different things. And, you know, I finally settled on, you know, just getting the Velky that's recommended for the for uh from by toro um to be able to use the, that specific velky so i got that um but that was like a 400 dollars i think or something investment that i didn't have fortunately my dealer and i had a good relationship and you know um the guy one of the guys that works there um that i mentioned in a pr previous video you know became sort of a mentor for me and you know we and he, he's always tried to help me out wherever he could you know trying to get discounts for me and things like that. And he talked to the owner and said, you know, can we work out like a payment plan, you know, where I just come, you know, every week or every month or whatever agreement we come up with and pay them a certain amount of money until it's paid off. So I put maybe a hundred dollars down or something like that. I don't even remember, honestly, because um, everything happened so quick and it's over with and I'm done. And I've done so many things since then, but I paid them, you know, put some money down and then I paid them a certain amount every other week or how, whatever it was. And I had it paid off maybe like a month or two and it was all done, but that allowed me to keep making money with the Velky and not being so exhausted and being more productive and still taking on more yards because I felt confident that I could now that I'm not so tired because I'm standing on a Velky um, the whole time instead of walking um, behind, behind it. So I was still, I was making additional money. So that allowed me to be able to pay the Velky off. So that was awesome too. So there's just all these different scenarios of, you know, what can you do and, you know, what can you utilize and what do you have to spend? What debt do you have to go into in order to get your business going? So I know this is a long video, but I've never really spelled this all out for anyone before on video and, and I've gotten questions before about it, you know, and I've kind of touched on it here and there in different videos just to touch on specific points so that I can get that specific point across for anyone that doesn't watch this entire type, this type of video. Um, but, you know, if you did, thank you. Congratulations. I'm glad that, that you made it through the video. But um, hopefully this answers a lot of questions and, you know, I'm still going, you know, I'm still getting new customers, still thinking of new ways that I can build my business and grow and stay profitable with, with spending little to no money, utilizing the equipment I already have and so on. You know, I've bought a ton of different tools and other things, other pieces of equipment, you know, over the past few years that I, that I started doing all this and what I talked about on this video, but I'm not going to go into all of those things. They're just things I needed, you know, and when I needed them, I bought them. You know, when I had the money, I got it. You know, I got hedge trimmers, all these things that, you know, I didn't have that now I can, you know, they paid for themselves in one or two jobs, you know. Um, so the biggest thing was the trailer and the, and the mower. And I got those things done after a year and the rest, you know, I don't plan on making any other big purchases like that, you know, other than another mower, you know, sooner than later. But I don't have the money for that right now. So as much as I might want a stander, I don't have the money for that. And I don't want to finance it. Um, I don't want to be in debt like that. I'm, it's not it's not that necessary right now. But I'm still always thinking about it. And the wheels are turning. And, you know, what can I do to possibly get there quicker, you know, than sooner than later? Um, so, you know, I want to get my truck lettered. Um, so that's that's a, a, a expense right there, too. And you're not going to necessarily the biggest thing about that is in your mind, you don't think you're going to automatically get an immediate return for your investment, like buying an aerator and going out that same day and making hundreds of dollars, you know, aerating um, yards. You put some stuff on your truck 
that's not putting money in your pocket immediately. Yeah, you might get a phone call that same day driving around with your truck lettered, and that might lead into money in your pocket, which is the whole goal and the whole point. So you have to think about it that way. As soon as you pick up your truck from, from the place that, that it got lettered, as you're driving down the street all the way till you get to your house, however far you have to go, you could be adverti you're advertising your business that entire time, and you could be getting contacted you know, immediately from that and that's the whole point so and i know any anyone out there that has gotten their truck lettered or wrapped or whatever um they will probably say that same thing that it that it's paid for that it's paid for itself relatively quickly you know one or two customers if that one customer really basically if you get one lawn account from um your truck wrap or your truck lettering that should should pay for itself you know i mean as, as long as you know, depending on how elaborate your lettering and wrap on your truck is, it's a couple thousand dollars worth of work on your truck, then, you know, maybe you need two lawn accounts, you know, unless, you know, they're large accounts and you're doing a lot of work for them and they're paying you 1500 2000 you know, um, just to mow their lawn and some miscellaneous other maintenance things. So it all depends on what you're charging and what area you're in. But so one or two customers, one or two phone calls that turn into a customer from your truck wrap or lettering has paid for that. So technically in one season, you could have paid for your truck wrap and then the rest is just all profit from there on out. All the people that contact you for more business, now it's just all, just like buying equipment. Now it's just, now you're just making pure profit for the most part after that. So, but again, that's another expense I have to come up with money for, you know, I had money put aside for winter so that I can get through this winter without having to work and I can just have fun and enjoy my life a little bit more for the first time ever for the holidays, being able to not have to work and, you know, got to play in the snow with my kids and, you know, do all this fun stuff and not have to worry about money. Um, you know, just keep doing business planning and strategizing and making videos and just having fun and getting ready for the new season. So that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Hey guys, before you head out, if you could do me a quick favor and go on the podcasting app that you're listening to this episode on and click follow or subscribe, it would mean a lot. Thanks. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.